and we are live. Will there be tequila episode eleven? Yes. So welcome 11. back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know already, I am Ashlyn, and I am Shay, and we'll be your conductors on this train to Shit Show Town, <laughs> with <laughs> the <laughs> one <laughs> destination being the ghetto, mm. <laughs> also known as adulting. Um, so, Ashlyn, question. Yes. What is one responsibility that you most wish that you did not have? Just, just being an, an adult it, overall. Can can I say that? Can no. That be my, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Uh, huh. I mean, don't I, give me no vague answers either. I mean, I don't. I really don't like being an adult. Like, who let me? But that's such like a a, a broad it's a answer. Vast, and I know it's a vast answer. Like, pick one thing in like the the bag of adult going shit. to work. Okay. Like, if I could just like stay home and you pay me that way, but like, here's money for like. I'm still looking out for that that professional Netflix and chiller, um, without the chill part. Um, just I'm feed just me snacks for- and just have have the stuff just pop and have the movies pop it. I would like to watch a movie from start to finish like, without would- you trying to poke at me. <laughs> I would like to see. I mean, you might want someone to poke at you, sis. I mean, just don't mind us. Uh, <laughs> student loans. Student loans. Oh, I, yeah. uh, I checked my credit report uh, last week. According to Credit Karma, mm-hmm. I owe $79,000. And that's just for undergrad. I'm still trying to go and back to my master's. To Ooh, sis. Ooh. <laughs> but I did the FAFSA, and they were just like, okay, your EFC is going to be zero because they know I ain't got no money. Right. Um, but then they were just like, you don't qualify for any like Pell Grants or anything like that because you're a graduate student. They usually um, don't have Pell Grants for grad students. So they were just like, you can qualify for the Stafford loan. I was like, no, that, that has loan in it. No. I don't, I don't want any more loans. No, no, thank you. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, to be continued. <laughs> um, like I said, just who, who let me become an adult? Like who was like, yeah, she could, she could handle this. This is fine. I feel like every time I, um, have like my back against the wall, <laughs> I hear my dad in the back of my head because when I was a kid, he used to tell me all the time. He's like, don't be in a rush to grow up. Cause he's like, you're not gonna like. Nobody it. told me that. Nobody was because like, you didn't live at my house. Because <laughs> Edward Martin told me at least twice a week. <laughs> Look, my my house was a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm all right. So I'm slightly distracted right now. Someone has a, a sweater on that has like lights in it. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come to the window, please. And all right, all right, but you yeah, know, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think any adults really was like, don't be in a rush to grow up. Because every adult. Because they weren't really adulting. <laughs> I was going to say, every adult I encountered was slightly childish. <laughs> so, they never grow up. They, <laughs> I want to be like that. So I think I'm still like, I, I know I'm hella childish. So, But you're also uh, 25. Five? I forgot how old I was earlier. I, was I like, did too. I was, I was like, like, uh, I was like, am I 24 or am I 25? How old am I? You know what's better than 24? <laughs> 25. <laughs> and on that note, let's get into some hot shots. Woo! Um, so Forever 21 is closing 200 stores under the terms of their bankruptcy thing. I'm running out of stores to shop at. Like, first I want to close Charlotte Ruse, which, like... And it came back, but it's not the same. It came back, but it's not in Connecticut, really. Nope, it's not. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And they had really nice shoes. Mm-hmm. And now y'all want to close Forever 21? All right, so first of all... I couldn't wear their pants after a while because, like, I got I got a little thicker. <laughs> so, your girl couldn't do their pants, but I could still do everything else. But, like, where am I going to shop now? H&M? They could be pricey. And if you get rid of H&M, I'm damn sure not going to leave my house because I'm going to be naked. Thank you. Because fuck shopping online. I mean, fashion, fashion Nova was hitting. I can't. I, I'm not taking the chances with Fashion Nova. Too many people say it, it's a hit or miss. Well, I've been hitting every time. You sure? Because you, you missed that one time that wasn't from fashion nova um yes it was um i think we're thinking about two different dresses your birthday dress there was two different dresses the one when we went to new york that wasn't from fashion nova it wasn't ah oh, i thought it that was. was from god where was that from that was from deb i think ah deb shops that store is not around I was anymore. Say, Deb's well, been gone. It's online and their prices went up, and I was just like, "Who told them to do this? Y'all are supposed Deb. to be like the high end rainbow." Yeah, Get and out. you remember Wet Seal? Yes. <laughs> oh, 
you just digging into the the nostalgia shopping that's when we was bad little fuckers in the the mall (laughs) having fights and and rolling like 10 11 deep um anyway so after speaking of 11 after filing for chapter 11 bankruptcy in september uh the fashion retailer was faced with the challenge of closing 200 of its stores to land on its feet like financially um, and according to CNN, it says here that um, Forever 21 leases 549 U.S. stores and 251 stores overseas, which comes to an occupancy with a price tag of $450 million. So and why are they closing stores if they making money? No, that's how oh, much wait. they pay in rent. Oh, well, Connecticut rent is kind of expensive. Too. But it's not just Connecticut. I like, know it's not. Just- when I was looking at the list of like <laughs> all the closures and stuff like that. Uh, California was getting hit the hardest out of all like the 50 states because California has all the bougie people <laughs> they have like because they have uh, Rodeo Drive and right. Saks Fifth Avenue and blah uh, <laughs> 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 now with everyone shopping online with websites like Fashion Over like we were just talking about Boohoo Shein just to name a few ASOS um, my manager's trying to get me onto ASOS and I, I'm like nigga you gonna pay for my you, uh, look ASOS is not fat people friendly so I'm staying away from it um any any website that has a plus and curve section, <laughs> but the models wearing the clothes are still skinny, I don't trust you. That's every website then. No, because Fashion Nova has fat models. But they still look kind of like a slim thick. Mm, no, solid 14, like 14, 16. Uh, if, you, if I don't see no rolls, I don't trust you. <laughs> they probably airbrushed them out. That's what I'm saying. If I don't see no rolls, I don't trust you. Right, but I follow the <laughs> models on Instagram and I see the rolls all the time. So huh. I'm like, all right, I got you. We oh, here. okay. Um, now, uh, most of the stores that are set to be closed are in international territories such as Canada, Europe, Asia, and uh, parts of, uh, nope, those are just three, um, in hopes of coming out on the other side of bankruptcy, like to nurture the U.S., Mexico, and Latin American stores, um, because that's where they make their most money. Um, and when they originally reported the bankruptcy, there was 178 stores in the U.S. that were scheduled to close. So I want to know if it's like 178 plus 200 or if they're just adding more stores to round it out to 200. Well, I know the Danbury one mm-hmm. either is closing or closed already. And that one like took over like a whole department store. Right. And then the one at the casinos are closing too. Right. And so. then Trumbull, I think, is set to close. I was just in there the other day. They didn't look like they had much. All I know is that Milford is <clears throat> not on that list, so I'm okay. Milford doesn't have shit anyway. They used to when it was still two floors. Then they moved into Charlie Russo's old space. Y'all don't know anything about this. Y'all not from Connecticut. So, I mean, if you, know you are, what? you probably do. Uh, you know, just, let's just move on. Um, <laughs> petty is what Petty does. April and Lil Fizz. Petty is what Petty does. I, I said this last week. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I said this on air or if I said this off mic, but Drew, and if y'all... If y'all are diehard Lil Fizz fans and like B2K fans, you know who I'm talking about. Drew is Lil Fizz. Um, Drew is making it really hard for me to um, defend him right now because he's really, really doing some uh, suspect shit. So how you take your best friend girl Damn. and get her pregnant? She's not pregnant. Well, didn't I could have swore she was pregnant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump your brakes. You got a little too much dip on your chip. She's not <laughs> pregnant. She's not pregnant. But um, still, like, weren't y'all supposed to be like best friends? Either that, way. That lived together and like. Y'all literally they, grew up together. Oh. Hmm. Lit, y'all, no, like y'all literally grew up together and like probably been through a bunch of shit together. And then y'all, ooh. Y'all you, went through Chris Stokes together. <laughs> like that, that's saying something. Um, and then you just go and take your, your friend's baby mama. And the thing is, like, he posted a picture um, saying good things come to those who wait. So, I'm so like, you've been so you applying? Like, Drew, sir. No. You, oh, you. No. What happened to bro code? Just, y'all it doesn't men, exist. Y'all men are trife. Um, y'all think women are trifling. Y'all men are trash. So it's been a, a storyline on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood this whole I, season. I refuse to watch any of the Love and Hip Hops because it just brings out a side of me. I do not recognize. Because <laughs> I be acting like I'm on the show. And I do not claim. Um, <clears throat> so, Same with Black Ink. Like, they be bringing out the worst in me. I mean, but I be I be I be checking them tattoos. I'm like, I would get that. Yeah, that's fine. I, I do too. But you, know, be, you need to work on your shading a little bit because the shading's a little broken up. But you your know, line, it's fine. your line's it's a little fine. crooked. But you know, you got it. You got right, it. Right, right. <laughs> um, so they've been like working up to, um, like they were 
like dismissing people that like, yeah, we're not a couple, we're not a couple, whatever. Like we're just friends while he was still on tour with Omarion and rightfully so. Um, Cause that would just be awkward shit. Right. Having to share a tour bus with, I, I think he, yeah, he had to share a tour bus with, um, with Omarion. <laughs> Because Jay Boog was with Razzy. Because Omarion is the only one that can afford shit on the tour anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, we not getting into I that. I saw a meme when it's like, when you can afford to go solo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so April was talking about, because um, like they just came out about maybe but it, it's always the ones have you noticed it's always the ones that be denying like nah we're not together we're not a couple that's just my like, homie that's right like that's the homie that's you don't just, gotta worry about him he's fine and then like a hot second later slobbing all over the dick like i <laughs> i'm like but i thought y'all was just friends i thought she was just the homie you gotta be like ray j she smashed the homie you know what i'm 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 me and ray j we on the outs right now because he's buying Suge Knight's That's life right. rights and yeah no and that he, that was we talked about that last week yeah we did well let's get back to April and Mr. Fizzle Pop over here um so <laughs> the relationship has spawned multiple memes like it's to the point where like I'm pretty sure I have to mute anything having to do with like Fizz or April which is really hard because I Fizz is like my husband in my head mm. um but now he's out here doing some suspect shit so he's being demoted and Dave East is being promoted um but um there was also beefs in the shade room comments with a uh, fizz and a uh, mr pump it up as he calls him Mm-mm. uh aka joe budden and there was also a video that joe april budden posted just stays in the drama it's like you why can't your old ass just sit down somewhere and relax he has, supposedly has some new girlfriend yeah that he thought most of us wasn't gonna pick up on his little captions but it's like sir i know how to read um but April posted a video. Hopefully she of age. I think so. Let's hope so. Um, April posted a video calling, like I said, Mr. Fizzle Pop, um, the best she's ever had and raves <laughs> about how happy her, him, and the kids are all together because they have a blended family. Um, cause what does Moniece say? Cause like, oh, that's... look here. Moniece was like the loudest person. She was just like, this is not right. It's and not. She, and she was just like, um, she said on uh, the, this previous episode, she because they were like all together it was like some sort of pajama party or whatever gross. and Moniece oh, everybody had on like pants and stuff like I know, that like gross. it wasn't like adult summer parties are gross <laughs> <laughs> it was at a club so it wasn't like what as the fuck that's even worse okay you're getting off topic okay um, all right i'm sorry so she was saying um she was confronting drew about the whole i'm calling him drew i'm not calling no grown man fizz um but she was confronting him about the fact that like they decided that they wanted to come out you know and be a couple but she was like cameron which was is their son together right. uh cameron is their son together and she was just like you made my son feel like he had to lie to me right and she's just and like of course april decides she wanted to jump in because she wanted to defend her man she's just like no 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 that's not an april problem that's a drew problem because she's just like our co-parent the way we co-parent and the way that you act in front of your child she's just like i don't want my son to feel like he has to choose between his parents right she's like, especially because of the fact that in the past monice has been going through some major mental health stuff like she has to like take ex- like she she takes medication she sees a therapist right like- and she was also talking she was very open about the fact that um she had to sit out on Cameron's uh, football tournament because she was just like I can't do it right because she was just like at the end of the day she's like yeah I understand that I'm somebody's like mom but mom. I need to take care of me first in order to be a mom I have to take care of myself he needs a happy mom but it's, it's understandable but it's like bro you're not making it any better mm-hmm. it's like it's like sir men are trifling man men men are many mm. she mm. she also like I said she was talking about the whole dick game situation and I'm just like <laughs> a true lady never. Uh, sucks and tells like look get your good dick in peace keep that to yourself we like, out here trying to find good dick and then Omarion not paying you no dick that's fine I think no I really think she's doing that to get his, get him to like say something but um, and, I, anywho Omarion's so unbothered um but yeah but so pretty much what happens is like like I said they were like downplaying it at the beginning of the season and now like you know they're together Drew was buying houses and he's just like I want a house that's practical for both of us you know um for all of us Bye, to live Felicia. together and you know have a blended family <clears throat> and blah 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 meanwhile his sister like his biological sister was like before he decided to quote unquote buy this house he was living with his mama of course I was like it'd be your own family 
Because, like I said, Omarion is the only one that can afford anything. At the but, end of the day, Omarion's unbothered. Like, no comments have come. And I don't think they're going to. Nah. Like, as long as his kids are straight. And she got one more time to post these little sexual ass videos talking about dick and, you know, practically fingering herself on camera. Like, he's going to get child protective what? services involved and he's going to get full custody. Yeah, It's, it's going to be a wrap. That's, that's nasty. Like, get your... <laughs> Any, anyway, I... <laughs> What's next? Um, T.I. versus Iggy Azalea again. Uh, who the heck cares about her? Like, well, it seems like T.I. keeps bringing it up, like because of the the interview that surfaced that we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Um, he like people are asking him about <laughs> it in interviews. So he was on the Breakfast Club. I feel like they're asking him because she's irrelevant and she wants to make herself relevant again. She's only relevant in in the LGBT community. No, and no, not even, that I've noticed. Even with that, like they're just like, all right, sis, it's, we're gonna throw you a bone here, but don't fuck this it's, up. It's the pale LGBTQ um, community, not the the. It's, it's the it's the pale because <laughs> I surely don't give two fucks about her. <laughs> I don't. All right, so Mister Expeditiously was on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne God and DJ Envy and Angela Yee. Are she still up there? Yeah, they're all still up there, and they've all been wrapped up in their own uh, share of drama with uh, Gucci Mane. I haven't seen that interview, but I'm, I've been meaning to see it. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so he spoke candidly about Iggy again. Um, he said, "I feel like when she found out that w- white people liked her and that she didn't really need black people to like her anymore, she switched up." And that's via a, a clip on the Breakfast Club's uh, YouTube channel. Um, so Iggy took to Twitter again. I feel like I've seen this story before. Um, so she says, when will this guy move on? Uh, please move on and speak about artists that you were, quote unquote, hopefully actually helping and stop trying to bring me up for relevance. I don't think I, I don't bring your ass up. And no one asks about you. And I'm trying to be nice because I genuinely have better and more interesting things happening. Didn't he like sign, what? I don't know. Didn't he sign um Tiana Taylor? I hope so. Because if that if he signed her, that means we're getting actual music. Cause was it I could have swore she was under him the entire time. No, she was under good music. She was under Kanye's label. Oh, and then she huh. she put out that little half ass EP and people were upset because we were just like, we want an actual Sis, album. You should have known your shit wasn't getting done if you were under Kanye. No. It was it was bad. She was like she's the first lady of uh Nah, you should have you should have known. Um so like I said, she said that I genuinely had more uh better and interesting things happening. Like what? I don't know. Um because all of her music just sounds like cats screeching at the wind. I purposely um, avoid her music. I don't even know what it sounds like. Um, and then she said, but seeing a man speaking out of his asshole and blurting out one thing in public and then another thing in private for years is really infuriating. Keep it pushing, sweetie, and worry about what your next storyline is for Family Hustle. We had to bring the TV show into it because it's actually entertaining television. But, I still yeah. want to go to the Trap Museum. Side note. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to the Trap Museum, but I want to go to the escape room, too. And everybody said, no, 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 no. You know what? You can go I by need yourself. new friends. I hold. I, I have friend applications open. You know, if you want to slide into the DMs, like Shay, I'll be your friend. Please do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she. You're. Are you on Bumble for friends? No, I'm on Bumble for dating. But I mean, I mean, you could merge the two accounts. It was hilarious because of the fact that I was on the phone with Brianna. This is totally unrelated, but I was on the phone with Brianna the other night, and she was just like, "Don't you have a boyfriend?" And I was like, "Do I? Uh, I don't. I don't know." Um, I was like, to, a, to be determined. You have a potential. Right. I'm like, to be determined. Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this dick appointment go and then. All right. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's not tell the people my business. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, they need to go back into their respective corners and, you know, being uh, being irrele- respectively irrelevant. Um, and their fan bases will stay intact. What's left of them anyway. Because um, I think like T.I. has like his own new um fan base with rhythm and flow coming out and then the expeditiously podcast and which i've looked for that and i haven't seen it mm, ti you out here fronting sir because your girl was on spotify looking for some podcasts and and why not? i think it's probably only on apple i'll look for it later um that's ghetto it's only your apple no because apple makes the most money mm, that's um, you're just mad because you got an android um at least i don't have to pay for unnecessary shit like you do you know what you know what okay we're probably about to lose some some, i feel attacked (laughs) you know what okay moving on yeah um so 
Chrisette Michelle, which is a name that I thought I'd never hear again, um, decided that she was going to divorce adulting. Huh? Okay. So here's some backstory. So first of all, if you guys don't remember Chrisette Michelle, you probably Didn't she only have like it. that one song like three years ago? No, she had a whole catalog. Oh, don't, put some respect on the music. I, I don't know. I, I didn't listen to her, so uh, I, I don't know. Her voice was beautiful. I'm sure it was. Blame it on me. Epiphany. My God. Okay. Um. Anyway, so she was also tapped to sing at uh, Trump's inauguration in 2017. Oh, um, I remember and that. And then she quickly turned around and pulled out after people was like dragging her to hell and back. I um, remember that because this was looking wild. Because of the fact that it's like, why would you Why would you do why? this? And she said the main reason why she agreed to do it was because she wanted to bridge the gap between uh, Trump supporters and like, you know, the minorities. And I'm just like, Try again. I, I don't want that bridge. You can burn it before you build it. Um, but either way, people thought that she was never going to be heard from again. And guess again, because here she goes. Um, turns out she was married and divorced and now she's starting a blog. <laughs> so, mean, okay. She married her former manager um, after Oops. suing him over something completely unrelated. How are you going to sue the man and then turn around and be like, well, you married me? No, like, it, what? Wasn't in the, it wasn't in the same thing. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like that's still like, okay. Like they were fighting in court over something completely unrelated. I don't know where, whether he was still her, like first he was her manager and then they got married or whether he they got married and then he became her manager. I don't know because again, nobody really checked for her for a but good couple still, of years. like if I'm... If I'm in court with you for whatever reason, why am I going to turn around and be like, will you marry me? It's not, it wasn't right off, obviously. I know like it's the not right off. Grew and either way, still, they got granted a divorce in 2018. Um, they were married for like two years, two, three years. Um, and she looks back on her experiences with marriage and reveals that several details about her ex in her blog entitled Crescent Michelle's World. Crescent. Um, her name sounds like croissant. I'm sorry. <laughs> croissant. Croissant. Um, as um, most people love the idea of marriage like Chrisette Michelle admits that she was nowhere ready to do it like when she actually got married and she says quote Ashton Martin music drops I'm in LA a smart a small time millionaire Grammy award women winning oh my god come on words um, and happily dating grown-ups but I'm a child <laughs> wrote uh, wrote Chrisette a very successful kid and it literally never occurred to me that I missed a step until wedding bells in Vegas circa 2016 to 2018. I'd walk down the aisle to love you like a love song, a techno club record totally meant for high heeled couch dancing at live in Miami. Okay. Um, and she also went on to say that she didn't want to abide by the, the social norms of marriage, like living in the same city or a same household or having children, which she referred to as small opinionated beasts. I mean, she's not wrong, but you didn't want to live in the same house and city with your husband. So you got married. It was like, all right, babe, I'm going to live like in New York and you can live in Texas. Yeah. And we're just going to. And she didn't want to have children because she called them small opinionated beasts. I mean, they are. You ever seen a four year old tell you off? That shit is hilarious and scary at the same time. Like, gam, 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 juice. <laughs> like, yo. Who do you think you talking to? Yo, children ain't got no filter. So I don't blame her. I mean, but I want kids though, but it's like. Mm, in due time. In due time. In due time. Um, she admits that <clears throat> she got married to try adulting on for size and she wasn't too fond of it. Uh, I think that's not how you. That's, I'm saying I'm, that's, not, that's not how it works. Oh. <laughs> Like, ma'am, no. Um, she said, sure, I bought home fairly large slabs of bacon, made up the bed, opened a few businesses, but it wasn't until after we divorced that I realized that he had the intentions of living in the same city, raising small opinionated beasts who would grow in my stomach, and in my stomach was in caps, because I guess she was just in so much disbelief that she had to carry children. I mean, how else are you going to carry a child, sis? Surrogates, you can adopt. Like, I mean, true. But children like are going to pop up, but... Um, and she was like, and eating at the same restaurant every Sunday. So she just doesn't like routines. That's what it is. She All right, likes but you can literally do shit different. You don't have to. What? 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 I don't. I'm confused. Look. Um. Apparently, so was she. <laughs> but um, like, I know I'm not doing this adult and shit right. But uh, she closed out her post by saying that she is not in a rush to do it again. Um, she said, I'm not pressed to recreate my whole existence to fit someone else's and then to be stuck in one place forever. Yeah, no, not right now. I mean, 
I kind of agree with her because like that's just like when you have the bachelorette parties and you have that banner that says same dick forever. It's like, mm, okay, I can I can see why you're trying to talk me out of it. I mean, I'm, but if it's if it's bomb dick, then I wouldn't mind having it forever. Mm, you gotta switch it up. Nice new tricks. You can you can switch up some positions and tricks. Look, there's ways to to trust. To- <laughs> uh, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? And on that note, I think we're going to take a break. Hey, I'm Alexander Bogle, host of Black Tech New England. I'm on a mission to explore how black culture and technology intersect within the New England area, which has some of the highest concentrations of wealth and education on the planet. Join me by subscribing to Black Tech New England on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Do you have to take any bathroom breaks, Ashlyn? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we're back. Back, 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 back. <laughs> so, like I said, this week we're going to talk about adulting and how I would like to um, return my subscription. Like, who do I need to talk to in HR? Do I have to send out an email? Return to sender. Please and thank you. Um, Where's my return slip? You know how, like, you, you order something online and they give you the return slip? Mm-hmm. I, I think they lost mine. I, I need that they never back. sent it because mm. they're just like you're gonna deal with this shit mm, forever no. mm. until you die mm. um <laughs> so i saw something on instagram like the revolt tv summit um happened last week i think by the time you're listening to this is probably like months uh, well months over. ago this, this happened um so aoki lee simmons russell simmons daughter um she was on stage with a whole bunch of other adults. Is that the that oldest one or the younger one? Yeah, I think the oldest oldest ones is is Aoki. Okay. I think Ming is the youngest one. And okay. their little relationship is so hilarious. Oh my god, I love their relationship. They, they're always going back and forth, cutting on each other. I was like, um, this is me and Darius, but less like they're cuter than we are. They're adorable. Um, and they're so smart. I think Aoki's at Harvard right yeah. now, so at, which is all the more reason why she's on this damn and, stage. And I think the younger one is like straight up honor roll AP student, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's it's them jeans, man. Um, but she was on the stage with a whole bunch of adults that I didn't catch their names of. I'm pretty sure if I do further research, if I'll, they were on stage, they're irrelevant, right? Um, so she <laughs> said, I think it's important that you break down this idea of staying in your lane. Um, so she's like, there is no lane for young people or artists or black people. She's just like, we, you know, we just speak out when we feel like we need to speak out. Right. Um, but then when we try to speak out, they're just the, the adults in the room are just like, uh, you might want to pump the brakes there. Simmer down now. Right. Remember you old folks? Oh. Simmer down now, child. Or, or like when they're like, don't be in grown folks business right. or they'll try to send you into the other room or something Knowing like that. that. Y'all just talking Knowing shit. that I'm telling you real tea and you're just not ready to hear it. Like you just it, burned I, your tongue on it. It was always Ouch. just like family gossip. <laughs> when I got older the and aunties. I was able to sit around the table with the grown-ups and hear all this stuff. It was just was the like, aunties being oh. catty and, you know, a few uncles sprinkled in there like being petty. Mm. Mm. Um, but she was also talking about, like I said, the the political aspect of it because I feel like it always comes, like when people say stay in your lane, it always comes with politics attached to it or something like, you know, current events because if you if if you talk about like what you're passionate about and stuff like that, like they'll listen to you, but it'll be like a believe I'll believe it when I see it. Right. But when you talk about politics, adults swear up and down, no matter how old you are, they that think they you don't know, know what you're talking about. You don't. You don't know. Like so. <laughs> okay, what is that? I don't know. Some old person. Uh, please don't ever do that again. <laughs> it was my traditional like old people. I don't nope. know. Nope. <laughs> um, but she was also talking about <laughs> she was also talking about um like how music artists are because she was like music artists are pro- the prime example because when um like music artists and athletes are the prime example of like when they try to stray from what their craft is and they try to talk about something else like Everybody politics trying to make it seem they're just like, like uh, you might want to pump your brakes like with, there with Cardi like if you actually sit and listen to this woman like yeah she she's very educated yo Cardi is hella educated she's street smart and like low key book smart too cause like she at one point in time she was in college I mean she fumbled that but you know 
but she knows what she's talking about when she's talking about all these politics and stuff and because how, she's, she's in love with history so yeah she was i think she was actually a history major or a political mate or something imagine cardi b the history but teacher. it's because how she articulates oh, herself crap. and carries herself people don't take her seriously and i'm like mm-hmm. stripping history y'all don't teacher. Hear yeah um if i actually had a history teacher that was a stripper i'd pay so much attention in class okay um no but aoki also said we want your music we want your merch and we want your opinion so she's just like don't ever let anybody tell you that you need to stay in your lane because at the end of the day Swear your voice most. matters exactly um because and then she, of course she bought up taylor swift because taylor yeah. swift like she had this whole no, okay no, this whole no, feminist no. Movement taylor swift fe- can stay in her corner and oh. she's on timeout forever because oh no well all right um <laughs> i want no parts of that okay so <laughs> somebody's a little upset with taylor uh t swift you might want to hit up ashlyn and be like um what's your problem with that? i don't want any bitch don't call me <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> how am i supposed to move on from this um <laughs> so also um trying to with adulting trying to figure out where your path starts I think all starts with like whether you're gonna go to college or you're gonna pick up a trade or you're gonna go into the workforce or go to the army and it's like there's always people like talking at you trying to tell you like what you should do like if I had a dollar for every time somebody said you need to go to college I, gotta I would for be college. able to pay my student loans off I would off. actually be able to pay for college if everyone was like either go to school or stay in school mm-hmm. or do this degree or that degree or th- I could actually pay for all this shit y'all and want me to do degrees. and have some money left over because y'all talk a lot y'all talk especially uh, especially the old heads that's why I don't go to no family functions because yet yo I swear so I'm pretty sure by the time this comes out Thanksgiving is gonna be over and done with mm-hmm. and maybe Christmas I don't know mm-hmm. but it's like don't if I pull up to the family function don't ask me how school's going don't ask me if I'm in a relationship. Don't ask me how work's going. Because I will say, mm-hmm, the entire night. And it'll piss you off. How's school? Mm-hmm. So, you seeing anybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. You're going to... How's work? Mm-hmm. You, you're not... You're just not going to answer my questions? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm mute for the And evening. I'm going to do that annoying ass head shake and just stare at you. Like, I, walk away. Don't ask me no I questions. Can't. Get away from me. You need to Unless you're fast. coming to me and telling me the stuffing is ready, don't. <laughs> or the mac and cheese is ready, don't. Mm. Don't don't talk now to I me. I want some mac and cheese. <sighs> oh my god. Um, I think with my family, it was kind of just like <clears throat> college was like the primary option. I mean, like first of all, I'm not mentally stable enough to go into the military. Um, I have too much anger. And all like, and the, f- the thing mm-hmm. of it is, like, I have family in the military, especially like my older brother. He was like, "Oh yeah, they'll break that, they'll break that." I'm like, "They didn't, they didn't break you." So I say all the time, like, if I was, uh, people say all the time, they're just like, if you, if I lived in slave times, I would have been shot, or like there would have been like a big ass rebellion. I was like, there was a big ass rebellion. It's called the Underground Railroad, and everybody got out. But they're just like, no, I would have rebelled against the, the slave masters. And I was yeah, like, you, you sound ignorant, but yeah, moving on. Um, but with me, it was just like, I think it was like a predisposition to my in, within my family because of the fact that most of my family didn't go to college. They were like pushing the, the, the younger generations to go to college because they're just like, you have, the, you have this opportunity to I better mean, yourself. My immediate family, both my parents went and never finished. Mm and so it's like okay my grandfather went and finished i don't know about my grandmother i think she just went to like nursing school Mm -hmm. my aunt went and finished my uncle went and finished and my other aunt went and finished so it's just like it's it's there it's possible i'm just lazy (laughs) and like me and my sister are both in school i'm pretty sure she's doing a whole lot better than i am right now but you know (laughs) again i'm just I'm just coasting. But like by the time it was time for me to apply for college, it was just like I had to set in my head. I was like, I'm going to a four year university. Like there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like I refuse to go to community college because in my head, community college was a failure. Right. But then I when mean, I got to college, I was like, oh, I, I was mean, sadly if I mistaken. Took, if I took like high school more serious, I probably would have gotten to a four year institute. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, even still, if I went, I probably would be worse off than I am right now because I'd probably have money that I really have to pay back instead of me going to a community college mm. and then leaving there, going back, leaving again. $79,000. Ooh, cha. And interest accruing. Ooh. Yeah. My heart. So much fun. So much fun. My heart. Um, <laughs> Damn. That hurts. And I think also, too, like, you also had to have a plan. Like, it was- That was like, another thing. It's like, I don't know what I want to do. Right. It, like, I- I changed when I was a kid. Like one day, I was like, "I'm gonna be a pianist," or like, "I'm gonna be a teacher," or "I'm gonna be a hairdresser." Look, and then I somehow ended up uh, landing on music technology, and then that didn't end up working, and just it was a whole thing. Look, I changed my major so many times <laughs> because I come from a musical family. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go into first. I said I wanted to be an artist, mm-hmm. and I was just like that that's out the window i don't know i don't know how to play an instrument i just sing and i'm not even the best of singers (laughs) and then i was like all right i'll go into music engineer and production again i still don't know how to play any instruments and i was like cool i'll just do music management that still didn't happen so i was like all right screw this going into culinary don't know where that came from i don't know either that never happened i was just like okay okay what am I doing? So now now I'm just like, cosmetology. I'm always slapping a wig on my head, slapping mm-hmm. some braids, and doing something. I need to make an appointment, by the way. Mm, all right, let me let me know. I got you. I got you. But it's like, all right, cosmetology. But I was like, let me let me go back to school for management. Mm-hmm. That way I can like manage my own shit, get my own shit together, and then go to cosmetology school. I was just like this. In, in hindsight, this was the perfect plan. In hindsight, in reality, I'm... The, ex- the execution wasn't the, there, though. In reality, I'm, I'm slowly dying. <laughs> uh, help. <laughs> me. Help me. <laughs> I'm, I, need, I need an adult. And it's, it's like, um, I remember when I first graduated from college... Like, my plan was to have just, like, the summer to just bullshit and do nothing and be drunk on a beach somewhere. But then Mm, my parents were just like, "Uh, no, you need to get a job. Like, I looked at the, like, I told them, I was like, I just want to relax for, um, I just want to relax for, like, the the first three months back. You know, just enjoy my summer. And they looked at me like like I had six heads. Let me, like, get my life together. Like, I just graduated from school. I was doing shit every day, all day. Like, let me. Right. And that, I think, also that's when my depression started to set in a little bit because I was just like, wait a minute. I had this whole routine for four years and now I'm not doing anything with my life. I see people like celebrating new jobs. They're just like, yeah, I just landed this bomb ass job at this place or whatever. Or, you know, they're studying abroad or they're like, I was doing the comparison game. So I was like being envious of people and it ended up taking a toll on my mental health because of it. So like I was withering away. Mm -hmm. Um, But at that point, I was just like, can I just wing it? Like, is is it possible for me to just wing it? Or should I just stay on the path just because this is what I started and I need to start when I finish? Um, And, of course, like, my parents are just like, oh, you know, we'll always support you. But then, like, we always get into, like, these arguments about, like, what I'm doing with my life. Um, And it's just like, look, I'll I get to it. I never start when I finish. I am 100% a bailer. I bail halfway through things mm. or even in the beginning. So, yeah. Like, yeah, this is gonna there's do it. there's no problem with bailing mm-hmm. if you know you can't do it. Like if at least you say you tried to do it. Yeah. So, I I'm 100% for that. My thing is like at least put the effort in. Don't just like, nah, I don't no. Nah, I'm not doing this. Nah. This is hard. I don't This like is it. hard. I don't like it. At least well, at least you try it. You won't know if it's hard if you don't try it. And then if once after you tried it and get and give it a reasonable right. amount like of time. Once you actually tried it and you're like, okay, now I definitely know this isn't for me. Or you're like, huh, this isn't as bad as I thought. I can keep doing nah, this. There was this one job that I had um, and it was like my first like quote unquote real world job like outside of retail. Mm-hmm. And I quit on my first day. Yeah. Like, I, I just think, didn't come back. I think you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a marketing gig. Like, I was selling, like, Obama trap phones yeah, on the, you on the to, corner in front of the like, unemployment office. I was like, what is this? And I was like, are you sure this is a real job, sis? Like. 
and it was strictly commission based. Because you told me like, sis, they got me in New York on the corner selling. Tra-. I was like, you sure? Terrible. This, <laughs> you sure this is legit? Like you had to sign an application and a W twos. Exactly. Every- it was t- it was terrible. And I like was on the train <laughs> on the way back to the office with them. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get off of 42nd Street and take the shuttle over to uh, Grand Central and take my ass home. <laughs> I was like, you could tell the boss that I'm not coming back. Deuces. Like I'm not even gonna give that. Like I'm not gonna waste my time to go in there and tell them. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm not coming back. I'm gonna just ghost you. Deuces. See you later. Yeah, no, I've never quit a job immediately. I usually, I think. Try to think, because I I usually I try to stay for a few months and then I'll leave. Like this job that I just left, I I was there since May, no, March. Something with an M in it. Something with an M in it. <laughs> There's only two months with M's in it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> I just caught that. I was like, wait, okay, but you know, I was there since March and then I I just left. So I was there for a few months, but I, I try to stay with past the 90 day period. Mm-hmm. And then after the 90 day period, I was like, all right, now, now I'm really making money. I can, I could probably leave now because I don't like this. I saw something on Twitter um, because there was a, a sports magazine that like had like a mass exodus of people quitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the name of it. It starts with a U. It's on the tip of my tongue. Then I try to stay away from jobs that have like a high turnover. Yeah. Um, and somebody tweeted, they were just like, um, the best advice my high school journalism teacher ever gave me was to have, um, God, what was it called? It was have a fuck you fund. (laughs) Um, so like whenever your boss and you like have, um, a difference of opinions or difference of morals, you could just say fuck you and quit your job and you'll have that emergency fund just waiting for you. See, I feel like that only works, that only works for certain privileged people because and i'm not one of them. i am not one of them either you wonder I how much money is in my emergency fund thirty dollars i think i have less than that i can barely go down the street i think i think i have less than that <laughs> twenty seven hundred yeah. more to go but yeah no um i because the longest i've stayed at a job was two years and that was horrible i fucking hated that job <laughs> i hate it here i hate it here um yeah so it's like I, there's no problem with bailing especially if like you know this isn't making you happy mm-hmm. if you know this is causing you stress like yeah but ain't nobody hiring me <laughs> i need to like sit down and actually like craft my resume to the point that i want it and then just like send it out to everybody and anybody um and just hope that some something comes back um but kind of shifting gears a little bit adulting when it comes to relationships mm. what is your take on that intimate or platonic both <sighs> long sigh for dramatic effect no because I'm, I'm trying to think all right so so let, let's tackle romantic first okay so adulting when it comes to romantic it's like you have to you actually have to like pay attention and like not take everything as a joke i mean y'all could joke around and have fun like this is serious we can lose our house right but like you gotta you gotta know when the fun is over and when it's time to be an adult and Mm -hmm. some people as grown as they are never do naming no names not naming no names because i can't think of them right now (laughs) but (laughs) but um some people don't don't take the relationship seriously and then that's why they don't have healthy relationships with anybody Mm -hmm. or you know sometimes you gotta take responsibility for stuff and a lot of people don't in the relationship. And if you have one person that's carrying the relationship, that's hard. Oh. And so, mm. like, it's like we're not in high school anymore where you could just like, you like me, right? Check yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think with, with me, I have a tendency because of the fact that I'm such an old soul. I have a tendency to be like, okay, so what are we doing? I need a game plan, like beginning, middle, end type stuff. Like, I need to know the end game. But at the same time, like... I want to be spontaneous, but my budget can't handle spontaneous. Mm. See, look, so, I'm, like, I need to plan shit out. I'm straightforward when it comes to intimate relationships. I'm like, we can do this one of two ways. We can either be friends the with easy benefits. way or the hard way. <laughs> I'm like, I, I tell them straight up. Every I like person, you, and ev- I want you. Every person I try to have a romantic relationship with, I'm so done with you. 
<laughs> First of all, uh, recipes to granddad. Oh my god. Oh, pops. But you know, um, I tell everybody that I plan on having an intimate relationship. I'm like, we could either be friends with benefits, mm-hmm. or we can have an actual relationship. Just let me know now, so I know how to carry myself. I think I'm gonna have that conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. After, obviously, yeah. After, um, and it sometimes it takes people by surprise when I said that. Like when I told Aaron that, he was like, I, it was like that plankton meme. He was like, I didn't, I didn't expect to get this far. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, I don't have an answer for this. Um, but I, I get that. I, 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 see I mean, that. I kind of rolled that. that way with friends too. I'm like, we could either be work friends, or I just hang out with you because we see each other. Four to five days out of the week, or we could actually be like friends, friends, friend, friends. Like I tell like you, you get an invite to the impromptu wedding that I'm probably never gonna have. You get an invite to everything. Like I look, there's levels to this shit, and I'm on the top tier. Just so you know, um, but um, but like, what about what about you? Like, what do you? How do you adult through? <laughs> Well, let's all right. So friendship, because I had to answer the relationship part. Let's how do you how do you adult through friendships? First of all, with me and in, in adulting in friendships, like I have to, I I had to go through like undergo like a transformation almost because I was so reliant on my friends like all the time. Like it was to the point where like my parents were just like always ask me, so what's Ashlyn doing this weekend or what's Sam doing this weekend, and it would piss me off because I'm like, how am I supposed to know? Am I their fucking gatekeeper? <laughs> like. I, I'm, I can't stand on my own. And so when I went off to college and I was away from like my home friends and I had to like force myself Which to like. killed me oh that I couldn't hang First out with of all, you You could have time on the train. I'm broke. I've been broke since I came on out my mama. The train. So, <laughs> oh my God. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a whole struggle. <laughs> Oh, my God. oh, but I had to I had to force myself to, like, come out of my comfort zone as far as with making friends, as far as relationships. Like, I found myself in very unfamiliar territory, especially with relationships, because I told myself when I went to college, I was like, I'm going to focus on my studies. I'm going to leave these men alone, blah, blah, blah. Here comes this six foot five demon mm. who actually just DM'd me as we're recording nope, right nope, now. Nope, nope, um, nope. <laughs> so he, he just crowded no, everything. No, um, <laughs> but like I was moving in a in a way that I wasn't familiar with. Like even with myself, like I was looking at myself in the mirror, like bitch, what are you doing? Like uh, it was just it was not a good time. Um, so especially like with adulting in romantic relationships like i have to take a time take some time to step back and assess the situation before i go like 10 toes mm. like because i'm not the last time i jumped uh in feet first and like didn't plug my nose and all that fun <laughs> shit i ended up being the other woman to uh a guy who had a girlfriend for like two years and then he had a baby on the way and then it was a lot Damn. so yeah Damn. Fun times. Mm, damn. Um. Now with with friendships, I'm. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm hypercritical. I'm. I'm very like non-judgmental, especially when people come to me with like very very um serious stuff. Um. But I also analyze the shit out of people. You do because I be coming to you with problems here. You just be breaking shit down. I'm like I didn't. Look, I didn't need all this. I just. Look, need- I should have been a psych major. I picked the wrong profession. Because you, you would just be breaking shit. I'm just like, I just need you to. That's why I got an A plus in sociology. I'm like, Bang. sis, I just needed you to be like, say less and stay ready. I don't need you to be like, well, what about this? And did you do this? And, <laughs> and I'm just like, like, I, like just, I, I, don't, I don't need logic right now. I like, need somebody who's TTG. And then you find shit that I didn't even think about. You're like, but he could be doing this or she could be doing that. And I'm just be like, huh. I never huh. thought of that. Because well, you never because you didn't talk to me first before you went in. You guns like, I tell you one thing and you just like give me screenshots of everything, like detective. Because I'm the fucking FBI. <laughs> oh my god. The, the cat's out the bag. Sorry. <laughs> so just so y'all know, if shit if you need shit to be found. I memorize license plates and makes and models of cars. Yo, she she be like um, like I I memorize like notable features. Like if you got a birthmark over your left eyebrow, I'm gonna remember if that. If you shit. thought you deleted your Instagram, Shay will find it like, no, find you it. didn't. No, you didn't. Cause here's your finsta and here's your insta. 
yo, I had a boyfriend who was like, I don't have social media. And like his dumb ass connected his phone number to the social media. So I was able to pull it up. No problem. I screenshotted it. But I was like, so, so you have no social media. Hmm. And he's just like, well, I haven't, I haven't used it in a long time. I, I said, you were nigga, your last tweet was two hours ago. Right, right. Like, what are you talking about? I was going to say, your green light just disappeared. What? Thank you. Like, oh shit, what? she caught me. <laughs> um, no, but ba- back to friendships, I think with, um, like I said, I analyzed the shit out of people. Um, and I think that because I, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection. So it's just like, um, God, hold on. I have a quote in my phone that I was at. Um, Wasn't your screen a, a quote for the longest time? Oh, my my background on my phone is um, the 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 Buddha and it says, let that shit go. Yeah. Um, That's been your thing for the longest time. Um, hold on. Where is it? So you have to um, up. Well, there's one quote that says, eliminate what doesn't help you evolve. So, like, I'm not going to be in the room if you're not going to help me positively. And, I mean, even if you help me negatively to teach me something, that's still something positive because mm. I'm learning something more about myself. But, no, there was something else. Where the Where is it? I don't know. Bro. Uh, mm. Um. Okay. I guess it's not important because I can't uh, find it. Um. Why do you find it later? Like, I hate that. Like, if I'm looking for something and I need it for that moment, like, my choker that i was looking for earlier today you gonna find it but exactly i'm gonna find it after i don't need it oh here it is ah. hmm. had to scroll all the way to the bottom because it's so old oh um goodness. it's as long as you expand your network you're expanding your network worth facts so i'm like you know what if you're not making me no money get the fuck away from me thanks don't check for me unless you gotta check for me ah. and all those other cliches ah. um that's the friendships relationships work business relationships everything um like if it if it's not going to benefit me if it's not if it's not going to be mutual ben- mutually beneficial get get the fuck away from me because don't mess with my peace because i'm in a good place right now all right i have my bad days sure but i you know on a regular i i wake up and i'm not dreading getting out of bed unless i'm getting ready to go to work i was about to say unless but, i have to go to work especially first thing in the morning when i got to do shipment well Lucky for me, I don't have to be at work till 1030 tomorrow. I'm working a short shift tomorrow, which I'm happy. Yo, my job fucked up by giving me way too many days off. So I've only been worked this week, Monday, and I'm working tomorrow. Your check is going to be trash. Not really. I get paid bi-weekly, so, you know. Your check is still going to be trash. What? Whatever. Um, I, had, I got to sleep, okay? So, speaking of, like, social media stuff. Um, social media stalking? No. Uh, that's fun, though. It is fun. But that's not what I was going to talk about. Um, what about like when you see like these social media influencers or like different people like because you know how people like post these pictures like oh my boyfriend got me like I woke up and my boyfriend gave me like two dozen roses and like balloons all around my room and stuff like that first of all don't give me flowers because they die and second of all if you give me a shit ton of balloons best believe I'm sucking the helium out of all of them and annoying you you were such a dark person and or popping some in your face you were such a dark person why because it's fun no no um (laughs) that's not the point that i was trying to make (laughs) um no what i was saying what i was going to say was like do you do you feel as though like people who were portraying themselves as adults on social media are anything like are actually adults Yes and no. Like, do you feel like they're it's realistic? Like Absolutely realistic not. expectations? Absolutely not. I think everybody on social media is fronting for somebody. Mm. Everybody on social media is fronting for somebody. Like so I see people like, like, oh, I'm I'm 22 and I just bought myself a house and. Uh, but how much money you got to pay on that? Bro, like, I'm what, still living. What's your pa- credit looking like? I, look. What's your bank account looking like? My bank account is struggling. Because I'm pretty sure you, you didn't buy that house. Or it's not even your house. The bank bought the house. You probably just like pulled up in front of some random house and be like, this is mine. Or like pulled up some Pinterest pictures and be like, look at my new house, y'all. Don't sleep on Pinterest. Pinterest Pinterest is dangerous. I have so much stuff saved to like, I have like so many boards and like so much stuff saved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. So like I said, uh, everybody is fronting for somebody. So unless I see that shit in person, like unless you invite me to your fucking housewarming party, I don't. I don't. Care. I don't care. Um, unless your man is buying me boxes of candy and balloons too, I don't care. <laughs> um, and 
like I saw um, Demetrius Harmon. He like just bought Hammond? his. I think it's Harmon. Whatever the the really cute guy that's always talking about Beyonce on Twitter. Probably. Ah, uh, probably. You know, I don't know. Chocolate, chocolate man, nice, nice facial features. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, he just bought a house, and he was like, "Oh wait, no, I know who you're talking about now." Okay. Yeah. I was, I, was I, don't, say, I'm like, I don't think we're talking about the no, same person. Was, for some reason, that, I was thinking of Broderick Hunter. I don't know how I got them confused. Ma'am. I know. I don't know how I got them no. confused. Um, I mean, Demetrius is cute, too. Yeah. Yeah. He cool. Um, <laughs> but he just he just bought himself a house, and I'm just like. An apartment. He, he bought himself an apartment. Whatever. And it's nice. That's what I'm saying. That's and why I thought it was a house. And he's 21. I thought he was. I'm older than he is, I he and I'm still living age. with my mama. Yo, he he got the Vine videos. He got the what, that he's never doing again. Don't want to talk about it. He got the you matter like clothing line. <laughs> you matter everything. Um, um, he's out here doing motivational speeches at colleges. Mm-hmm. And bro, you only 21. You doing big things. Big, but big that's happening. That's happening with a lot of people though. Like, I think it's that California air, that that California ness because that California smog. Because um, niggas in California doing it. Like the influencers. Like. Yeah, but then you also have those California influencers that have their parents paying $500,000 to um, get their test scores changed so that they can get into. See, those USC. aren't influencers. Those are spoiled brats. No. Um, Lori Lo- like Aunt Becky's, one of Aunt Becky's daughters is a YouTube influencer. Spoiled brat? <laughs> <laughs> you just said Aunt Becky's daughter is spoiled brat. Right, but she was. She also had her own money. Like she had like collaborations with like she makeup had her brands. And, money no, first. she was making money. Like she had makeup brand collaborations. Like she had eyeshadow palettes and everything. Like she was making money off of YouTube. And then everything came crashing down when the whole uh, uh, Varsity Blues scandal hit. Um, like partnerships were like dead in the water. And she was on her YouTube channel talking about she didn't even want to go to college in the first place. So her parents essentially wasted their money. I mean, they got money to waste though. It's terrible like if you have money to waste why not just just waste just give it to me give it to me and i can i can use it for good things like i can i can buy groceries <laughs> i can pay my I can stop eating pop tarts girl no, i don't even have pop tarts all i got left in my house is like the apples that i got from the apple orchard like that i was never invited to this <sighs> is fine it's fine i'll get over it oh eventually my oh my god it's fine okay no, <laughs> Ashlyn just doesn't care. I, d- um, <laughs> I, I never said I didn't care. You just said okay. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> all right. So last but not least, um, parental pressures Ooh, and that's, adulting. That's the big one. Yes, that's why it's the last one. Especially if you come from a mild, either mildly strict to strict household. Did my clock just change? I don't know. Like it just says six eleven, and now it's six oh nine. Oh, daylight savings. Is it daylight savings? But it wouldn't change the minutes. It wouldn't. It would change the hours. It would. Hold up. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait. I promise I'm smart. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I promise I know things. <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> what you were saying please oh uh, okay what, wait what, what, was the I, what was i even talking about uh parents in adulting pressures right okay <laughs> <laughs> so like if you come from a household that's like very strict and very academic forward mm-hmm. then the pressure to go to school especially if you don't want to can be very heavy mm. But I feel like if you come for a more, I wouldn't say laid back, but a more understanding household where it's like, it'd be nice if you go to college, but if you don't, that's cool too. Right, it's fine. Then I don't think the pressure is that much of a a, a thing. And I kind of came from, well, my dad's side was mostly like, it's it'll be nice if you go to school. If you don't, that's understandable because I never finished. My mom was kind of like the same, but she was like, 
but you kind of need to do something. Like you need to be in school, right? Or you get your to- ass up off my couch. Well, I have my own bedroom, but you know, she's like, <laughs> she was like, you either need to to go to school or be at work. Because exactly, if you're doing one of those, you can stay here. If you're doing neither of those, you got to go. get the fuck out. Um, but I think that's all with like black moms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with with my family, it's just it's a it's a pressure to succeed. But then in, in the same breath, like um, I was talking about this a couple weeks ago, um, not on the podcast, but probably on Twitter or something like that. But like my dad gets on me all the time about how much I make excuses for why I'm still in the same position, like at work. That oh, I'm I saw in. that tweet. Yep. And then in the same breath, because we went out with my grandmother because she had to go get blood work done or something like that. Because mm-hmm. my grandmother asked him like, OK, so, you know, you're essentially semi retired now. And he's just like, I wouldn't say that. She's like, you work two days a week. You're semi retired. Pretty much. Um, and he was just like, um, you know, if I if I start something new, like it has to be something I'm really passionate about. And, you know, he was essentially like making excuses as to why he was in the same position. And it was interesting They'd to see like, the um, shoe on the other foot. Um, sir. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was I was a guy in the backseat because uh, you can't. First of all, my grandmother doesn't take no shit. No, um, no one's grandma does. Yo, I can't wait till I turn like get to be like an old lady and look, just I can say Pammy anything. E? Yo, Pammy E. Because old women, well, old people in general, but like the old like grandmas and aunties, mm-hmm. they can say anything. Can't nobody clock them on it. Like I can't wait to be that old lady that just be talking shit and they be like grandma. But I said what I said. No, I say that now. You don't know, but now now you get checked for it. No. Depending on who it is, I, it might just be my family, but depending on who it is, it you depends get on what side. Because, like, on my dad's side of the family, they'll just laugh at me because my sarcastic and comedic, ti- my comedic timing is perfect. I don't talk um, to my dad's side of the family. Yikes. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I kind of do it with my grandmother. Like, me and my grandmother will kind of go back, but I'll do it respectfully. Right. But you get to that age, you don't got to be respectful with anything. You could just say whatever. Like, I could call you a hoe and you can't say nothing because I'm your grandma. <laughs> like, baby, bitch, you a hoe. And you'd be like, Grandma, you can't be. Doing it. I can't wait. I can't wait till I get to be like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the listeners know what I'm talking about. I don't think my. <laughs> I don't. I don't think my. Um... Nah, my, my dad's mom know what's up. Um, My mom's mom tried to like. You know, God rest her soul. But she she tried to like you know <clears throat> act a little bit more proper. Mm-hmm. But like when she had to take them Betty Boop earrings off, it was a problem. See, I never really interacted with my dad's mom too much, mm-hmm. so I don't really know. My grandmother, t- mm, she very slick with it. Like, That's me. Like, but That's me now. It. She's slick to the point where it hurts, and you can just go in the corner and cry somewhere. Uh, but oh, my yeah. my little brother's grandmother. She, I think she, I think she's from down south. She, she'll tell you how it is. She will tuck, be like, don't, don't mess with Miss Davis. She'll tell you how it is. And then if you, you mess with her one, like if you get on her bad side one time, she's a wrap. It's just side eye for the rest of your life. Mm, mm, side eye for the rest of your life. Like, remember that shit that you did on April 24th, mm. 1953? I remember it. Even if you don't. That's why you have dementia. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is- I'm going to hell with gasoline wow. draws on roller skates. I've accepted my fate. Um, and on that note, we're going to leave it there. Um, we just going to end it on that? Yeah. Wow. I mean, unless you have something else you want to add. I don't. I mean, I probably <laughs> did, but I don't now. Because you're just so stunned. See, again, my comedic timing. Yeah, why? why am I around why? such rude people? <laughs> oh, oh, look! When Ashley gets in her bag, bitch gets in her motherfucking bag like the French fries. I okay, do, I do. Okay, so you can't talk about me because you know you're you which, birds of a feather flock together. This is why we're best friends, exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, we're gonna leave it on that. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Will There Be Tequila. Um, episode 11, right? Oh, God. Um, we getting 11. there. 11. Um, so send your questions, comments, concerns. Not concerns, because I don't know. I'm pretty sure we don't care. <laughs> I mean, not that we don't care. Let me, hold on. Let me, re- we don't. let me rephrase <laughs> Let's that. Backtrack. Let's walk that back. <laughs> I, I would say that we care. 
Um, it depends on the concern. Because if you have a valid concern, we'll be like, all right, all right I see We hear you, we hear you, we got you. Um, anyway, so you can send all of that to our inbox at willtherebetequila with two A's at gmail.com. And if you have a shot on the rocks to send us, you can also send it at willtherebetequila with two A's at gmail.com with shot on the rocks um, in the subject line. Because if you don't, we're, not gonna we're know probably what it not going to know what it is. And we're probably not going to open it. Um, I probably will open it. Because well, I have this thing about unread emails. Like, it'll just sit on my screen and it'll freak me out. That's why I'll, I'll click it and then hit the little envelope. <laughs> Thanks. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see it. I'll just, and I know, and I know that your anxiety about that too. So I'm like, let me make it look like I read it so Chelsea don't see it. Because I will, I'm like, oh, what is this? Um, anyway, and you can also follow us on Twitter at, um, Will there be tequila with two A's? Nope, that's Instagram. Oh, uh, that's, oh we are talking about Twitter. All right. WTBT pod. Um, <laughs> I don't know my own social media. You know what? It's a work in progress. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're all a work in progress. That's what adulting is. Um, and yeah, um, we already said the Instagram. So, you know, if you're not following us by now, what are you doing? Like, literally, I know you're on your phone right now. Like, uh, from that, um, ICDC College. I know you're on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Go, go onto Instagram and follow us. Will there be tequila with two A's? Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.